everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen. It's still Women's History Month, so of course we have another great woman pioneer. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back. the amazing Sylvia Robinson episode, I decided to keep it within the music genre because just, just because, you know, and we often hear again about all these great pioneers that were men, but this one is pretty groundbreaking. I'm talking about none other than Marian Anderson. Now, for those of you who probably don't know who the heck I'm talking about, it's because you don't know about the world of opera. Now, Marian Anderson broke a lot of barriers just pretty much coming onto the scene. And it's really crazy because... When you think of opera, you always think of the soprano or the mezzo-soprano, but you really don't think of your alto or your true contralto. So for those of you who are like, what the heck is a contralto? A contralto is the term used for a low singing female lead in the operatic world. And... You know, stepping on the scene when you're saying a, an alto or a contralto lead in opera, this is just, at the time, this was pretty much unheard of. You know, you always heard of tenors, you had always heard of, again, your mezzo-soprano leads, but there was usually not a low-singing female lead. All the leads were given to these high, clear bell-voiced women. And definitely not to a woman of color. So, yeah, this was this was pretty interesting for me. You know, it just, I couldn't, you know. And the one thing I always say is, we always hear it, but we don't realize how important it is. Because... Representation does matter. It matters in everything. Because as much as no one likes to admit it, we gravitate to people who look like us, who sound like us, who act like us. Why do you think if you've ever looked at any school lunchroom, you're going to find groups of students in bunches together? Why? Because We all gravitate toward our tribe. You know, it doesn't have to deal with race, color, or creed. It can pretty much be like, hey, you know what? You like this type of music? We all like this type of music. Oh, you know what? You like art? We like art too. Why do you think you had the orchestra nerds, the band nerds, the drama nerds, the jocks, the athletes, the cheerleaders? Because there are several different groups 
that for whatever reason, when you find your tribe, you just know. So again, representation matters. But let's get back to Marian Anderson, shall we? Marian Anderson was born in 1897, and she was born to parents John Berkeley Anderson and Annie Delilah Rucker in Philadelphia. She was actually the oldest of three children. Believe it or not, all of them were singers. She had her start singing in the church. She was convinced to do so not by her parents, but by her aunt. And, you know, back then we hear about people like Aretha Franklin, Marvin Gaye, who all got their start in the church, but most of them were preacher's kids. You usually don't hear someone that was, you know, convinced to sing by an aunt, uncle, aunt or an uncle. It's always, you know, by the parents, but Marion was convinced to sing by her aunt. And one of the things that she loved was also to go to concerts at a very young age. She did this also with her aunt, you know, and it wasn't one of the things that people have to realize is it wasn't easy at this time to find concerts where people of color could actually attend. We are talking about the 1890s into the early 1900s when, I hate to say it, but segregation was legal and very many, very many things were not for African-American people. African-Americans just weren't allowed to go to many places. So concerts were very few and far between. Most of them basically did happen at churches or local venues in their own neighborhoods, but she found her solace at the YMCA, where many things occurred. If you've ever listened to the village people, you know what I mean. So this is where she found her voice. This is where she found her first love, her first passion for music, you know, and it's, just showed and opened a brand new world for her. So she afterwards, after going through school, after graduating high school, she then applied to the Philadelphia Academy of Music and she was denied. I don't have to say it, but we all know why she was denied. And she began to study privately, which shows that it didn't stop what she wanted to do because she knew music was her passion and she wanted to pursue it no matter what. In 1939, the little girl from Philadelphia was asked to sing at the Lincoln Memorial by none other than President Franklin D. Roosevelt and his wife, Eleanor. This, of course, began to open up many things for her and many doors, which one of her best well-known achievements came in 1955, becoming the first African-American singer to perform 
at the Metropolitan Opera, where her voice was heard seemingly around the world. And everyone fell in love with the likes of Marian Anderson. Now, again, this is was this wasn't her only achievement because she's gone on to get many things like the Kennedy Center Honor in 1978. And she was also a delegate for the Human Rights Committee. Because, of course, when you do music and you're a person of color, you know you owe more than just your voice to entertain. It's just, and I can't say it's just people of color. When you have a voice and you have a platform, you need to use it and realize the power that you have. So she did just that. And in 1991, she won a Grammy for the Lifetime Achievement Award. You know, it just, I can't even help but smile ear to ear, realizing that so many women broke barriers. And a lot of it was about following passion and then going through and saying, you know what, no matter what, she was going to do what she needed to do. A lot of times we equate this modern generation with being bold, but there were bold people there are bold people throughout the generations and a lot of them follow their passions and see what they want to do and they grab a hold they take it by the horns and follow it where it needs to go and marion anderson did just that so she is an amazing female pioneer And believe it or not, the Metropolitan Opera would not have been the same had she never appeared on the scene. So I hope that you enjoyed this. As always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.